Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour three of the Nightcap here on VSIN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Five and a half minutes to go in the third period. The Colorado Avalanche on a power play leading 2-1 earlier tonight. It was the Lightning over the Panthers. A little plus money victory there. 4-1 the victor, uh, the final score. And also the Heat taking care of business. 118-107 to over the Boston Celtics to take a 1-0 series lead. They now have the advantage in the series in both uh 1-0, and also the series price, as we've got a new series price out there, uh, and it is, I believe, minus 140 in favor of the Miami Heat to talk more about what we saw tonight and look ahead to tomorrow night as Golden State and Dallas get things going. Our senior NBA analyst and uh, co-host on the network as well, uh, it is JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel. JVT, uh, prior to this game, we get the news, Al Horford into you know, COVID protocols, and then Marcus Smart out with that foot injury. The line did shift, and, you know, the way that you initially looked at this game, and then once that news came out, uh, how much did that alter your opinion on on what we uh, would see and and ultimately did see tonight? Well, I mean, it altered my opinion, but when you have a ticket in your pocket, uh, my opinion opinion doesn't really worth much. You can't get a refund uh, on that? No, right, Uh, especially... uh, uh, one of those guys, well, anyway, um, no, I mean, look, it does change things quite a bit, especially when you're looking at the way that the Boston Celtics match up uh, with one Jimmy Butler, right? It, when you're looking at the options that you can throw at him defensively, you do wonder now when you're talking about more Derek White, who's a good guard and uh, a really solid defender, but gives up a little bit more in terms of weight and stature to a guy like Jimmy Butler. Uh, more minutes for Peyton Pritchard, which you saw later tonight, but whenever he was out there, Butler hunted him down and went after him. Uh, almost on a possession-to-possession basis, that really hurt them without having Marcus Smart out there. And then with Horford, uh, when you look at his absence, just a big who can stretch the floor, meant more minutes for Daniel Tice, and Tice put in some pretty good minutes for them. But ultimately, I think you kind of missed him. 
Uh, if you were the Boston Celtics, that'd be Al Horford and his ability to stretch the floor. He only shot 32% uh, from three-point range in this game. And uh, while you barely lost out on the rebounding battle, he would have helped you there too. So, uh, yeah, you definitely saw that. But to give the Celtics credit, they don't have Marcus Smart, they don't have Al Horford, and they still had a eight-point lead at halftime and outscored Miami in three out of the four quarters of play. It was just that third quarter that made a big difference. So I think they're still on pretty good footing. But, yeah, I mean, those were two obviously very clearly big losses for Boston before the game started. Uh, JVT, have you been able to see the highlights of the game? Did you see the altercation on the sideline between uh, Emmy Udoka and Grant Williams? Have you seen that? Uh, well, I saw I saw live, Sean, unless something else happened. I saw that after a, a sequence, they were it looked like they were like talking back and forth to each other for a good minute. Yeah, on the uh, replay, you can clearly see – Grant is trying to tell coach whatever he's telling him, move on. Mm-hmm. And I've, as a coach and player, I've seen role players that have big games kind of lose control of, like, their self-awareness. And, you know, I, they don't even – I don't think it's malicious. Like, I think internally they feel like they're right. And it scares me with Boston because we don't know how long Horford's going to be out. And Smart, he's coming back to guard Jimmy Butler. So I hope he doesn't do it until he's fully healthy because – you know, that's a heck of a guy to check and not be 100%. Does that impact them in a negative way, a positive way, or is it just water under the bridge and a, a loss? I would think it's water under the bridge and a loss. Yeah, I think you kind of – you can look at this game if you're Boston and I think feel relatively positive, like as much as you can, right, after a loss like this. You know, as I mentioned, that third quarter, when when you have everything going for you in the first half despite missing these two guys, but in that third quarter – you get outscored 39 to 14, you turn the ball over four times. They're really lazy turnovers as well, but you still fight your way back into the fourth quarter. And I think the lowest they cut it down to was nine, if I remember correctly. Eight might have been somewhere around there in the fourth quarter. Uh, and at one point, hit a late three. It looked like they were going to send the bench in, hit a late three, and they send the guys back because they're like, oh, wait, no, we still have a chance here to potentially get back in this game. So I think if you're Boston, I don't think you're letting go of the rope right now in terms of letting this get out of hand in the big picture. I think you're looking at this and going, we were down two of our better players. We still had a big lead at halftime, played extremely well in the first half, and ultimately still gave ourselves a chance to win in that fourth quarter. I think we'll be fine if we kind of stick to our guns, get some guys back out there on the floor. So I would agree, you know, it's not the best, but, you know, you're the former professional athlete. I'm sure there's been lots of situations where you're down, you feel like you're a better team, and, you know, you're going to get a little hot under the collar no matter who's playing. You're going to go back and forth with one another. But I, I think in the big picture, this team feels relatively comfortable with where they're at, I would assume at least. And I, and, and I know this was – said a lot and and I didn't I didn't bet a side I bet the total which was wrong I bet the under uh but I, I felt like JVT tonight was a situation where it was just tricky right and you you mentioned it in your write-up uh, about the heat and this rest advantage you know this season right five and0 straight up in ATS when having three or more days of rest and that's what they had tonight now they will not have that moving forward so is this a situation where you look to get in? On Boston, you know, now on the series price. I know for you personally, you're you're situated quite well with with futures on both mm-hmm. of these teams. But now you're getting that plus price on Boston to win this series at plus one twenty. You're going to get a little bit of juicier odds uh, to win the title. Does this game scare you off, or ultimately Boston could still do what they really had to do? Right, they had to go to Miami and win one of these games, and they could very well do that come Thursday night. Yeah, no, I, I think you're still you're in a position if you're Boston, like if you don't have any irons in the fire in any way whatsoever, now would be the time to do it. Now, I would say, Tim, 
that you, you kind of want to know what's going to go on with the two guys that are missing. I, you would probably want at least one of the two back here for game two. Uh, and I'm assuming that's going to be Marcus Smart. The MRI on his foot did come back negative. It's why I actually expected him to play. All of the indications were that he was actually going to potentially give this a go today and ultimately doesn't. So it does sound like maybe he's going to be out there for game two. At least it's probable that he's going to be out there for game two. Horford's a different case because COVID protocols are all messy and you know what's going on with the symptoms, when it was reported, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but if you know that you're going to get Smart back there in game two, I think you're feeling a little bit more comfortable in that regard because there's one less weak link defensively. Uh, for the Miami Heat to go after, and that would be Peyton Pritchard. Not that Pritchard uh, is terrible by any stretch. He kind of tried to hold his own there, and he gives them some offense. But a lot of those possessions, and when Pritchard was out there guarding Jimmy Butler, it's going to be Marcus Smart if he's healthy and available. So I would say yes. Like like you kind of mentioned there, this is still, right, the, the Celtics not having home court. So if you can take game two and you go away 1-1 and you've taken home court back, you're still in a perfectly good situation. And even if you go down 2-0, obviously we wouldn't be having the best of the series price, but still on pace to still potentially win this game, be competitive if you hold serve at home too. So, yeah, I wouldn't be scared off of Boston by any means right now at this point after today. With JVT, I think it was as simple as he overslept. I mean, he still had his pajamas on. At the game, so. <laughs> dude, did you guys see? By the way, like, so I get the the dress codes down, but there was like two dudes that were on the sidelines that looked like they were fans. Yeah, yeah like, I, I, what was I, that? I, I thought somebody. I was guys. like, somebody's got real access. They in the huddle and everything. It's weird. <laughs> uh, moving to tomorrow, uh, Luca, can he catapult Dallas to another upset as they start this year's a Golden State, or do you think the experience and championship pedigree of the Warriors is going to be too much? Man, I'm, this is such a fascinating series. So I'm about to uh, finish up a podcast for today, guys. And Dieter Kurtbach out of San Jose, uh, the Mer- excuse me, the uh, Mercury News is going to be with us. And, and we talk at length about this series. And I think what's really fascinating about this series is the way that Doncic and the Mavericks got to this point. And John Hollinger wrote a piece about this. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I tweeted it out. The article is very much worth reading at The Athletic with what is now called like the space ball, right? We talk about small ball a lot, but space ball is when you put five guys out there who all can shoot, all who can attack off of the bounce, and you get teams in their rotations and you shoot threes or you finish within four feet of the basket. And it really takes advantage of, of teams who play traditional centers, right? They did it to Rudy Gobert. They did it to DeAndre Ayton. Well, you're not going to get that with Golden State. You're going to get a little bit more off-kilter type of uh, you know, um, defensive performance. You're going to get smaller lineups. You're going to get Otto Porter Jr. at center. You're going to get Draymond Green at center. So can you really take advantage of the Warriors the way that you did uh, the last two opponents that you faced from a series perspective? I think, Sean, from a, a game-to-game standpoint, I would be looking toward the Mavericks if the market doesn't move here. This is a Warriors team that in their last few games, I think they are now 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. 
Uh, they didn't perform very well against the spread against the Memphis Grizzlies, failed to cover the last two against the Denver Nuggets. I think it's been pretty clear at this point that the Warriors are still a good team, but they're slightly overvalued. I think if you're twisting my arm, I'm going to say the Warriors win a very competitive series. But my approach is going to be looking at Dallas on a night-to-night basis because I do think that they're going to be very competitive and that the market has overpriced Golden State. And I think that's been pretty obvious through this portion of the postseason so far. So would you take the five tomorrow night with Dallas? I took five and a half uh, yesterday. Yeah, so yes, I would agree with that. I, I do think the number's a little high there for Dallas. And I'm just I'm really curious, too, when you talk about the Warriors and their offense, Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith and even Frank Nilakina to a certain extent were so good defensively, and you can see that there's going to be a lot of possessions with them on a Steph Curry type chasing them around. How effective can they be? But from a power rating standpoint, Tim, I think we've kind of lost that this Mavericks team is really good. They're 16-5 and against the spread in their last 21 games dating back to the regular season. They're one of the better spread teams uh, since the start of the 2002-22 calendar year. They, they've been very undervalued by the betting market, I think, coming into this. So, yes, uh, I would go ahead and back the Dallas Mavericks at five would be the best number, uh, the lowest number, I would say, uh, that I would grab at that point. And talk once again to JVT at me, JVT, as he mentioned. Check out the podcast. Check out Hardwood Handicappers, the show on Sundays, The Edge, uh, weekdays with Matt Humans. Before we let JVT go, yeah. because I'm the only diehard Orlando Magic fan in the city of I, Las Vegas. Uh, on earth. My Magic. Yes. Secured the number one selection. If you're running this organization, who's your pick? Ooh, uh, you know what? I think for Orlando, you're probably going to go with Chet Holmgren. I, I think that's probably the way you're going to go there, Sean. There's so much upside there. It's going to be a while before you see it, but I think Holmgren provides good rim protection, and he's such a, a different five than you're going to get, you know, more like that Nikola Jokic type as opposed to what you're seeing in traditional centers, and he fits well with what they're going. So I'm going to go with Chet Holmgren. The man is everywhere. Make sure to read his write-ups each and every day. It's uh, it's part of Sean's routine now. I, it took a while, but I All finally right, got go. to make part of the routine. VEASAN.com. Check it out. Hey, JVT, we know you're busy, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, guys. Good to talk to you. Thank you. There he is. Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN. Check out all of his work. Yeah, we got to talk about whether or not we're doing the, uh, the iced. Toasted vanilla oat milk shaken espresso. Well, the Celtics lost. It's an ICAP here on VEASAN. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we didn't want to interrupt Jonathan Von Tobel. Great stuff as always. And make sure to check out VEASAN.com each and every morning of an NBA game. You're going to get a write-up from JVT. But we didn't want to interrupt him. We don't want to be rude. True. We got overtime. The St. Louis Blues, you're, you're alive. We are. Buck Shodamus knows what he's talking about. What's the end game right now? That's what I was trying to find. Uh, there you go. Uh, at DraftKings, plus 155. Buyback at plus 215. Um, I'll pull up what it is here at Circa, but... Uh, St. Louis scoring. Uh, was it was it an empty net situation? They got their goal. 
Uh, we had a guest on, so I wasn't watching. Blues plus 150. Yeah. Abs minus 170 here at Circa, Sean. <laughs> well, pre-flop number was better. What do you think, Puck Shardamas? You getting down? Yeah, I guess you're already yeah, down. I so got a better number. So. No need to, no need yeah. to double down. Uh, 1646 <clears throat> Blues were on the power play. Uh, and they get a tie. And it's interesting because I believe they, Cal, uh, Colorado got a power play right after that. And so they're going to start the yeah. overtime period with about half. They made 40-some seconds left on a power play. Uh, looking at the penalties, they will uh, they will have 39 seconds yep. of a power play. So Avs and Blues tied at two. This game will go under as well. So two unders uh, in the NHL. NBA which has been thriving to the under, 49-26 and 26 through the postseason, to the under in the NBA postseason. The Heat were 9-2 and two to the under. The Celtics 7-4 and four to the under. Of course, they go over by 20 points tonight. And both teams tonight, uh, both games tonight, I should say, in the second round for hockey go under. Tampa and Florida, 4-1 to one final, and now 2-2. Two uh, in Colorado, St. Louis, heading into overtime. So the unders cashing while the over hits in the NBA. Actually, St. Louis, they just showed the replay. They caught Colorado. It was St. Louis's power play, mm-hmm. and they caught Colorado on a line change. Like those hockey guys. I, I know it's tough to skate. I have friends that play hockey. I, they say how exhausted they get, but sometimes, man, hey, don't yell YOLO. Like, I'm getting off the ice right now, like, period. I don't care what's going on. Puck could be in my section. I mean, I don't care. And that's what they got caught. They got caught. St. Louis scored with about 11 seconds left on their own power play. Good. Good for my ticket. Yeah. Your ticket's still alive. It's alive. It's alive. Could have back-to-back dogs eaten tonight uh, with the Blues and the Avs. And once again, the Blues uh, heading into overtime here at Circa, plus 150, plus 155, if you think the Blues will do it, uh, that at DraftKings. So there you go. Where we stand uh, on the ice here tonight, uh, as mentioned before, 114, uh, or the uh, the Heat taking care of business, uh, 118-107, 225, so going over by 22 Points close 203. A lot of steam on the under as it opened here at Circa at 206 and a half. So move three and a half points and it flies over the total uh, for anyone uh, who rolled with that. Tomorrow, Dallas and Golden State, Sean. We haven't spent a ton of time looking at this series here tonight. Mm-hmm. JVT said, still at five, worth a play. He said he grabbed the five and a half when it opened on the Mavericks. I have I have a tricky time with this. I was dead wrong, and uh, you were right on mm-hmm. the Mavs and the Suns series. I, I just expected more from the Suns. They were the best team all year. I felt like they had a few flaws. Looked like it was going to be an easy series early on, and they fell apart, but that's credit to the Mavericks, too. The Mavericks were tremendous. Luka Doncic rose to the occasion in Game 7. Uh, he Look, he played... Played his ass off, and uh, Spencer did win he thirty points. I would say Spencer did win he buyer beware though. He is very. I mean, think about this, Sean. Mm-hmm. He had thirty in Game Seven. He averaged eleven for the series. So he is very 
hit or miss, hot or cold, however you want to look at it. Jalen Brunson has been uh, a pretty consistent number two to Luka. So I, I do wonder if this is a bit of a situation, Sean, of what you've seen last. What we saw last was a game seven on the road in which Dallas absolutely embarrassed the top team in the NBA record-wise, and I believe was the betting favorite at the time, if my memory serves me correct. Maybe not because the Heat had won the series, but whatever. Um, it, it, where are you on this series? Because you were all in on Dallas against Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Are you jumping back in on the Mavericks? Yeah, I just was confirming my bet. So I have uh, Mavericks plus 180 to win the series. I have uh, Mavericks plus 450 to win in six and plus 600 to win in seven. And I also took uh, the plus 600 on the Mavs to win the championship. Why? Well, because I think they have the best player left in the playoffs from a talent standpoint, not accomplishments. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about as we sit in May of 2022, I think Luka is the best player in in the playoffs. Now, he's still got to prove it. I won't fight you on that. Yeah, but he's got to prove it. But I'm just talking pure talent and ability and where he's at in his career arc as far as being in his prime, close to it. I feel like Steph is obviously the most accomplished. I think Steph's not past his prime, but he's on the back end of it. I don't know if he can do it every night like he used to. Um, I think they have length. I think that's the one under – talked about thing when it comes to winning a title you know you're going to catch lightning in the bottle like you did with the Warriors where they're hitting three-pointers from half court but most teams that win the NBA championship have a lot of length and Dallas has a lot of length they defend extremely well they play with great energy and I love the fact that this is the best version of Jason Kidd that I think has ever existed as a head coach because he's learned from some mistakes and I think he sees this as an opportunity to win and NBA championship as the head coach, I think he's going to get it done. I, I still... And I think they caught the NBA at the right time. They caught the Western Conference at the perfect time. LeBron and that, whatever's going on in the Lakers, is not. they caught Kawhi injured, so they didn't catch Kawhi. Denver's and Paul hurt. George, Denver, you caught Jokic in an MVP year, but without Murray. And Order. you just, Utah yeah. thought they, if you caught last year's Utah team that was still in a positive mindset, thought they had all the pieces. You know, they caught the West, I think, in the perfect year. And, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if they beat Golden State. And if they beat Golden State, I think the Golden State win and the Phoenix win is better than the win would be versus Boston or Miami. You think the beating Golden State would be more impressive than beating yes, Boston or Miami? because I think Golden State is more talented. And I think Phoenix, because they were the number one overall seed, that's a significant win. I think that no, I'm not taking anything away yeah. from the Phoenix series, and I wouldn't take anything away from Golden State. You know, I know like people people like to think of me as a some sort of Dallas hater. I wouldn't be surprised if they won it. I don't think they will. I just don't. Know I think they're who just who they have for Luca. They don't have a healthy Andre Iguodala in his prime. Yeah, that they can throw at an athletic veteran player. That, that understands, has high basketball IQ and the skill. Like, Wiggins is too little for Luka. I, I also just, I, I don't trust in, and I know they just had a tremendous series, I don't trust in their role players to emerge 
enough to help him out. Could Luka go nuclear like he's done many a times before and 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 you know carry this team? Sure. I is. just like that they have multiple options. It's possible. It could be Brunson. It could be uh, But don't you Dear like it but don't you Dorian like Finney what Smith. Golden State has? I, I'm not betting this series. If no. if I were forced to play it, I'd just take the plus money on Dallas yeah, that's because I, I don't I don't trust Golden State at that price at minus two twenty five. So I'm not sitting here advocating for the Warriors. I was very hesitant in question. Look, the Warriors lost by they were down by fifty to a jawless Grizzlies team. And please hold the hot takes of hey, you know the Grizzlies they're better without Jock. Get the hell out of here. Like, so you know what I think? What's missing from this Golden State team? They're, I mean, they're a little older. but And I also don't think they do all the little things as well as they used don't to. No, they turn the ball over a ton. Yeah, like they didn't used to play. They used to be the most efficient team ever. And they're just not that team this year for whatever reason. I'm kind of on the same – and I'm of the same mindset as, as that JVT is. I think the Warriors will win this series. I'm not betting it. Yeah, I took Dallas. But if I – yeah, I, yeah, I think – I got plus 180 for plus, the series. I got them plus 600. I just, it's probably a bad number for the NBA Finals, but getting it now, I get, I took it. I get worried that they just don't have enough in addition to Luka. And no knock on Monty Williams. Steve Kerr has won three titles. So Battle of the Guards, Kerr versus... Overtime is underway. Two. Colorado and St. Louis. It's the nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get your edge this playoff season with the Body Armor Edge Basketball Throwdown. Join four free fantasy hoops contests and play for your share. $20,000 in total cash prizes while the action unfolds on the court. Head to DraftKings.com slash BodyArmorEdge now to draft your best lineup and find out if you outlast the competition. Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. DraftKings.com for details. Oh, this is awesome. What's that? So, let me see. Did he add us no, he didn't. Ask. Sam Snyder, here, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you and Aaron. He put up his board for how he comes up with what he's going to play for his Circa Survivor. Ooh. So just a little peek. I just sent it to you. If you want to open yours too, Aaron. Looks like he's going Denver right now in week one. So he's already laid it out. He's going, it seems like he's going all in on Denver week one. So Denver in week one on the road at Seattle, but he's believing in the Russell Oh, I Wilson. love that play. I just would hate to use Denver that early. But I guess you just, you want to get to the next round. You well, that's the biggest outside. thing. We need to, uh, you know, I'm sure Derek and, and the Circa team will put together the handy-dandy grid uh, for Circa Survivor. But he's going, uh, this is Sam Snyder. He tweeted it at, uh, at Mitch Moss and Pauly Howard and Derek and, and Mike Palm. It's going Broncos week one. Mm-hmm. I got to look up. I got to pull up the schedule while we're doing it. Week two NFL. He's going Titans week two. Um, I don't know if those are in order over there on the right. 
I think it is. Because he's got a 12A, 12B, a 16A, 16B. Did Derek do anything this week about this year about, did he come out with the particulars about Christmas and Can't be Titans because the Titans play the Bills week too. So right. I can't be the Titans. <laughs> yeah, so okay. you, you So have- then what is 16A and 16B? Okay. Okay, so 12A, 12B. Oh, so, so he has it. You have to pick 20 teams. So, so here's what he has. He has Broncos week one. Mm-hmm. He has the Thanksgiving week, the teams that are play, ah. and the Christmas week, the teams that play. And so I guess he's going to try and fill the rest of his weeks in and still have all those teams available. Right. And he has avoid the Rams and Bengals, if you can, at the bottom to play for the extra million. Okay. So this is what I need, guys. We uh, need to start doing Nick, Aaron, uh, Oliver. I mean, Nick. Nick's in the comments. No, I'm just saying. I can one of you guys find where we can get these tags, like some store or something online that sells oh, like all God. 32 of the teams. Please let me. You're gonna do a big, big board. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna put it at the house, and I'm gonna have a sheet over it so nobody can see it. No one me. cares about your picks, Sean. Until they do. Okay. Yeah, until they do, I'll make this a thing. You not telling us your survivor picks? Oh, you're going to know. You didn't tell us last year. I'm not going to tell you this year, but you'll know after I advance every week. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is how I'm going to do this. This makes all the – actually, let me tweet this guy and tell him I'm going to steal this from him. Can't wait. Week one. I'm not going to tell you guys who I'm going with in Survivor. Um, I do think – so the announcement came earlier today. Survivor will still be the $6 million guarantee it was last year. Circa millions will now be $6 million as well. So $12 million guarantee. Congratulations. It'd be good for content if you actually would you know, talk about it on the air. I do talk about it on the air. I was going to say what I'm going to bet. So let's see. Thanksgiving. You want me to tell you the games? You just tell me the uh, the teams. Tell me the six teams. Well, you should probably know who. Okay, is playing tell, tell in me the who's games. playing. <laughs> Jeez. Buffalo at Detroit. Bills at Lions. Okay. Giants at Cowboys. Patriots at Minnesota. So once again, the wrinkle that Circa adds to the Survivor is you have a Thanksgiving week and a Christmas week as well. So you need to keep at least one of those teams available because you not only have to play Thanksgiving, you have to play the following Sunday no. as well. What What is Christmas? And then Christmas, we have three games. It'll be... Um, hold on. It is... So I, I think it's just Christmas this year. So, yeah, it's going to be Green Bay at Miami... Denver. Hold on, Packers at who? Miami. Okay. Denver at L.A. Tampa hold on, at. Hold on, hold on, man. I'm writing. Gee whiz. Broncos at Chargers or Rams? Uh, you said L.A. Rams. Two teams in L.A. Okay. All right. And Tampa at Arizona. And that also includes Chargers at the Colts. So four games for Christmas. Uh, because December 26th is part Ooh. of that. Hey, that's a tough list. Christmas there. is tough. It was it was hard last year. 
uh, you know, thinking back to Christmas. So four games on Christmas. Let's just look at that real quickly. Ooh. <laughs> Green Bay at Miami, Denver at the Rams, Tampa at Arizona, and the Chargers at the Colts. First blush, who would you go with? Green Bay at Miami? So I think, and the, the Alves just won. I told you, you can't just let them sit in front of your, your goal like that. They're going to eventually score. Yeah. Great game, Bennington. If you play like that, the Blues got a shot. Uh, having said that, I think by the time we get to Christmas, this will be an easier decision than it will be pre-flop. Because we'll know what the Dolphins are by then. True. We'll know what Arizona is right. by we'll, then. Right. We'll, we'll figure out. Because Kyler might be faking an injury by that point. You know, if they're out of contention and, you know, they don't extend him. He ain't got his money. He could be, you know. Anything. We don't really know what the Broncos but are. You're going to have to hold back. Yeah. I mean, this is week 16. So you're going to have to hold back Green Bay or Tampa. You kind of have to decide early-ish yeah, because I, those are teams you're going to want. So buy. I'll do one of my six where I don't use any of those eight teams. And I just figure out how to get there. Because I really won't know. Like pre-flop, I don't know if you could. Because the Bucks are going cross-country. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have no idea how this Dolphins thing is going to play out. I mean, how the Packers are going to be without Devontae Adams. You know, what Aaron Rodgers are we getting this year? He's got his his his, his richest guy in the league contract. So, I mean, who knows, you know, if Christian Watson hadn't learned the playbook well and they're struggling on offense. I mean, he might be down there pouting in Miami. You really don't like Aaron Rodgers. Chargers, Colts. I mean, I don't know how Matt Ryan is, how that fits. Might be a, a play on the Colts at home, primetime game, be rocking there in Indy for the holidays. Against the, the Chargers? Hey, man, listen, that's a tough place to play. Yeah. But I'm I'm assuming it's not gonna be any, I mean, that the Matt Ryan with the run game featuring Jonathan Taylor, play-action pass game, the big targets, you know, Pierce, Pittman, you know, those guys, that that machine is fine-tuned, and we'll know if Chargers – you know, are even better on defense with Randy Gregory and J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack, you know, added into Bosa and crew already being. So, you know, we'll, we'll learn a lot. We'll know a lot by then. But you got to have those teams available. I know. You, you know at- what I might do is on Christmas, say I'm going to keep all four home teams or all four road teams. That way I'm not trying to – because to, to keep all eight of these, and that's week 16. Oh, it's I mean, impossible. Yeah, that's that's a pretty tough one. There's some quality squads on this list. I mean, do you hold the Bills for Thanksgiving, Bills at Lions? Yeah, you got you to gotta think that was it. But, I mean, you I mean, would the, think the, the Cowboys – The Giants could suck? You would think the Cowboys will beat the Giants. You would think. They are the Cowboys. No one – none of yeah. you and I don't think too highly of the Cowboys, but they are playing the Giants. Yeah. I think the Pats and Vikings game, as of It'd right just now, my would be luck. the Tyrod pass. Taylor would play and go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people, as you're mapping this out, and plenty of people do that, looking at the whole schedule, I think you would probably try to hold the Bills for Thanksgiving. Even though it's a road game, you're playing the Lions. I'm just going to get out of week one. I'll figure out what to do in week two and week two. I'm just, I learned last year. You, you think gotta, ahead and gotta, don't get there. You got to map this thing out, man. You do. And I'm, I like the little board. Like, I like the little board. So hopefully the guys do some research. <laughs> and we, we got time. Literally, Derek walks in with a, a big board of a whole grid of the whole season. But you like some random dude putting because, stickies on a whiteboard. Hey, I like it simple. 
Big King like it simple. That thing there was complex and confusing. How many different bleeping nicknames do you give yourself on a nightly basis? Hey, man, this is what kind of mood I'm in. Puckstradamus, Big Stick Adamus, uh, which is terrible, by the way. Uh, in-game Adamus. Hey, in-game King. In-game King. Get it right. No, I can't get it right. In-game King, baby. Come on, man. Just go with the flow sometimes. Start. I'm not going to tell people my survivor pick Adamus. We're going we're to we're push you out of the boat. What boat? This is my boat. I started this boat. The boat is rolling towards the Survivor crown. Yeah. <laughs> Remember last year? Week two. <laughs> this is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to it all. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice. Two games tomorrow night. We'll have plenty of... NFL thoughts, UFC, golf, got the PGA Championship, of course, teeing off on Thursday. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, live video stream whenever you want. Cost is only $59 through July 31st, VEASAN.com slash spring. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. So once again, as we were chatting last uh, segment, the NHL, uh, the Colorado Avalanche beat the St. Louis Blues. Uh, so they finally get the best of Jordan Bennington, who was tremendous tonight. 51 saves. You know for what Jordan I started Bennington to do? Tonight. And I just didn't want to go back on what I told the people on national television. I started to play Blues plus one and a half. I really did. I just knew they could keep it close, but, you know, I had given out that I'm going to bet all the underdogs, which I still am. I'll take the Oilers tomorrow and I'll take. The Rangers, but like right before the puck drop, I was like, you know what? Why don't you be safe and take the plus one and a half? Mm, mm. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Mm. That was minus 125. You like those types of bets. Um, well, the thing was... Colorado's going to be such a big favorite. It's going to be very hard to bet Colorado. So if you're taking the underdog, 
take the plus one and a half in this situation. They're on the road. You know I know there's a lot of pride on that Blues team. They won the Stanley Cup, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. So a lot of those pieces are still there. I knew they were going to come out and, and, and play their butts off and kind of got a little greedy because in hindsight I should have took the plus one and a half. So tonight we'll uh, run through hockey. We'll run through the NBA as well. So just to put a bow on the hockey action tonight, first round or first night of the second round, Tampa, Sean's Tampa Bay Lightning went 4-1. to one. Say it again. Uh, under comes home. Uh, they heard me. Uh, but a great call by you, Sean, plus 140 last night. Uh, saw that in our best bets email, so well done there, sir. Colorado does get the win over St. Louis in overtime, uh, so they – take a 1-0 series lead there and uh, the under hit. So Did unders- I get credit for that? On uh, the best bet? Yeah, I saw on the email today. Oh, okay, I didn't. I got to start looking at that. But, I mean. Because when I put the guarantee on it, I mean, you just run to the window. It's like USF. Um, <laughs> Rangers, Carolina tomorrow. Carolina minus 160 plus 145 or so for the Rangers. So I am going to bet both underdogs. I am not putting a guarantee on it simply because Carolina has been so good at home, not just in the playoffs where they won, have won every game, but also the regular season. I mean, they're extremely good, you know, there in Charlotte. So I won't put my guarantee on it, but I am taking Edmonton and the Rangers tomorrow, both underdogs. I ended up taking, and, and Greg Wyshynski made me a little nervous, I did end up playing – uh, over five and a half games in the Rangers Hurricane series. Greg I think, think you're safe. Greg thinks it's uh, going to be Carolina and four. It seems to think it's a mismatch. So uh, we will see. I'm hoping that my my guy Ryan Reeves just just those passionate speeches yeah. every night get me two wins. You know what's crazy? I didn't think like the starting lineup in hockey was that big a deal. I just thought it was what it was. You know what I mean? I didn't know <laughs> guys will find out until like. You know, right before game time, if they're starting or not, like, what's with all the secrecy? And I know you can move people around and and, and alter the different lines and, and shifts and the way they're structured, you know, based on, you know, getting certain groups matched up, you know, in a favorable situation. But I didn't realize it was that big a deal. I mean, he was in there. He was Michael Buffer. <laughs> I was like, is he going to be able to play, you know, after exerting all of this? But, hey, man, shout out to the Rangers. They got it done. That's a quality veteran experienced, talented Penguins team that they beat in Game 7. So they're riding high off that emotion. Uh, I think they understand the challenge at hand. And I'm rolling with the Rangers just because Igor Shevchkin, at his best, is one of the top three goaltenders in the NHL. And I think if he shows up with his A game, they can steal one of these games in Carolina. Totals tomorrow, Rangers uh, minus, or excuse me, Rangers and, and Panthers. Five and a half juice to the over. And Edmonton, Calgary, six juice to the over as well. I'm going to stay off the totals after the day. Uh, both unders. First, yeah, both gonna, unders coming home. Because these games are kind of tricky. Because it's, it's weird. The Lightning game ended at five. I'll take everything I got that they go over in this end game, too. I mean, Ty, Lightning had two power plays in like the first three minutes of the game. I don't know if they got a quality shot. Looks like uh, game two, Tampa 
Six and a half juiced slightly to the over. Yeah, uh, that game's definitely going over. I don't think it's any way they, they hold Florida yeah, to I one goal. I got to do a little more digging. I don't like to venture too far astray uh, by myself in the hockey you world. You shouldn't. You should just listen to me. Uh, but You'd have made money today. I, I told you bet both underdogs. I kind of like the under in the Rangers in Carolina. Yeah, I don't, I'm keep, just I'm – I'm incapable of taking an under in the playoffs. It's just – I mean, have you seen what the, the, the disparity has been? And it's been weird because it hasn't had to be like this high-flying, wide-open game. It's just been one period that's done it in almost every game. Like all of a sudden, you know, it's 1-0, and they put up four goals in, in the second period. You know, so it's just kind of been like that. I, I would lean sometimes, I think, to the first quarter unders, period. first period unders. Well, both the first period unders hit today. You St. Know, Louis led one nothing, and uh, Tampa led one nothing. So uh, that, you know... You know, one thing is the juice might get a little uh, a little out of whack if you're looking at first period unders. But uh, just looking at the juice tomorrow, Rangers, Carolina, juice to the over, minus 120, and Edmonton, Calgary, juice to the over, minus 150. Yeah, I'm not going I'm not going to touch the totals tomorrow, but I am going to bet both underdogs. So let's go Rangers and let's go Oilers. I go Rangers. Maybe I'll go Rangers, Canes, under first period, even money. And that's the way I'll go. All right. NBA tomorrow, Sean. You just said you're a bird and don't like to fly alone. Well, I'll... So when Puxradamas tell you what to bet, just say, okay, I'm going to bet it. You'd have been up today. I'm just saying. With a great chance to really be up. You good? Yeah. You got enough? I know what I'm talking about in hockey. You didn't miss anything tonight, right? Yeah, I didn't stray out of hockey. I'm talking about hockey's my, my sweet spot. I just dibble and dabble in football and... Baseball and all that other stuff. Um, I was built for this. Why Banks is my best friend. I came all the way to the desert and found a Canadian black guy that played NHL hockey to be besties with. That's what Puck Shradamus does. I mean, do you just want to talk the whole rest of the thir- three minutes here? My Lord. You jealous? I didn't think your head could get any bigger. Uh, I said I just dibble and dabble in some of the other stuff. All right, well, can we, talk, perspective. can we talk a little bit about the other stuff? Yep. All right. Uh, we got Dallas and Golden State tomorrow. Dallas catching five, a total of 214 and a half. Uh, JVT took the five and a half. Uh, he said he would still lean toward – he would still he would still take the five probably as far as he would go. I, I really have a – I don't have a great feel on this. If forced to play, I would probably take the five, but I might sit this one out tomorrow. I'm all over Dallas in every game of this series. Golden State may sweep them 4-0, and in game four, I'll still be betting Dallas. <laughs> I'm just all over Dallas. I believe in Luka. Last time they Hard had this kind to. of momentum and mojo going, they won it. That's with Dirk and LeBron first year down in Miami. Very similar team. I think Jason Kidd was the point guard on that team. He wasn't was. He? Yeah. So now he's got his version of Dirk. Luka, history repeats itself. They're going down to Miami again. It's going to be Dallas-Miami in the finals. Dallas is going to win it. Already punted on Boston after one game, huh? I told you I didn't like what I saw from Grant Williams. I'm just telling you, I've been a coach and a player, man. When those role players, they get beside themselves and lose that sense of humility and humbleness that got them there. And start feeling like, you know, my locker should be, you know, ahead of Jason Tatum's and the coach can't talk to me and, you know, I'm above reproach. This is a dangerous little spot. Then add in that that Marcus Smart's not all the way healthy and, you know, I don't know what the NBA has going with the COVID protocol, but when's Horford coming back? We don't know. Uh, And to be honest, I think this is the Miami team we thought we were going to see last year 
coming off of the bubble finals against the Lakers, you know, a lot of expectation that they were the team, and then they kind of fizzled. And now, you know, as a Pat Riley-run organization does, they didn't fold. They're right there. And 118-107 win tonight over, and Miami takes care of business. Uh, they are now minus 140 favorites at DraftKings to win this series. Uh, before we uh, kick it over to Scott, uh, he'll be taking over the reins here. Uh, I did make a PGA championship bet. Uh, listen to our guy Steve Sands last night. I will be fading Scotty Scheffler. Wow. Justin Thomas plus 135 in a matchup against Scotty Scheffler. I can't back that. I can't advocate for that. Well, you can go against the guy that just won the Masters. Did you see him play the last two days of the Byron Nelson? He looked like he figuring it out. Did you see Justin Thomas finish better than him? He did. Just telling you. All right. You, I thought he told me he doesn't do anything else other than NHL, but he seems you should roll. Calm. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.